Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, Papa. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Uh, welcome along to the second part of the Magic Porridge Pot Odyssey. We are attempting to look at the Ladybird book, which I have in my right hand, the Magic Porridge Pot. I hold it up to you, Sam, so you can familiarise yourself <laughs> I with I love it this cover begin. so much. It's a great cover, I'm a isn't huge it? fan of this yeah. book's cover. The Porridge yeah. Pot is spewing out porridge all over the table, and the lady, we don't know much about her yet, but she's holding both of her hands to her cheeks she's uh, shitting in, herself. in horror. Yeah, she can't yeah. believe what's happening, and, and who can blame her? She's got this porridge pot, and it is just fucking spewing porridge endlessly. It's out of control. And she is magic, absolutely shitting herself. She's How like, do well, I switch this I'm going to get... No, no, I can't switch off. The whole house is just going to be fucking overwhelmed with porridge. I'm going to drown in porridge. That's what yeah. she's thinking. Because that's what it looks it like. Ends? Yeah. What? <laughs> this is not... I've got so many plans still. And in the... Um, just next to the title itself, there's a small mouse who seems to be gambling along and appears to be wearing a pair of blue and white striped pyjama trousers. Mm. Uh, I don't know what that's about. I haven't read this story for many, many years. I did have this original one when I was a kid. So I got um, big flashbacks when I saw it in the shop. I bought this in Thursk. Yeah. I keep talking about Thursk a lot, mm. where, where I may retire to, or may not, if uh, Spain doesn't work out. Um List of titles in the Ladybird series on the back. Would you like me to read them out to you? Yes. And you can react with noises or words. Yeah. Uh, Cinderella, yeah. The Elves and the Shoemaker, mm. Sleeping Beauty, Jack mm. and the Beanstalk, The Three Little Pigs, Dick Whittington and His Cat, The Gingerbread Boy, The Little Red Hen, The Princess and the Pea, Puss in Boots, Rumpelstiltskin, which we're very familiar with, uh, Beauty and the Beast, the Sly Fox and the Little Red Hen, which I also bought in Thursk. <laughs> Watch out for that odyssey in the future. Rapunzel, The Three Billy Goats Gruff, The Wolf and the Seven Little Kids, Snow White and Rose Red, Chicken Licken, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, uh, The Enormous Turnip. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that I like that one. To do. Uh, Goldilocks and the Three Bears, The Magic Porridge Pot, The Big Pancake. Don't remember that one at all. Sounds good though. Little Red Riding Hood, and oh, I like the sound of this one as well. <clears throat> the old woman and her pig. <laughs> they, they couldn't. They'd run out of ideas, right? Say, so, right, we need another one, and we need it quick because <clears throat> these are selling like fucking hotcakes. And the trick is, it, the kids will move on to something else soon. Trust me, I know that's what kids are like. So we got to cash in fast. I've expended all of the ideas we had from our brainstorming session. Well, just do anything. Oh, I don't know. What about the old woman and a pig? Fine, write it. 
let's just take things from two of the other stories we've done and yeah. just put them together. And while and while so magic it, might happen. Do one about do one called the ma- the massive turnip. How about that? <laughs> What's that about? It's just a turnip that's really big. Is it magic? No, it doesn't even have to be magic. It just has to be big. <laughs> Did magic make it so big? Not necessarily. Maybe it was just lucky. Maybe it was grown in particularly fertile ground. <laughs> Look, I haven't worked it all out yet. <laughs> Fucking hell. Just come up with a title. And this was retold, it says, on the inside. Retold by Vera Southgate. I wonder. Mm, I wonder. Mm, Great rumour to spread, whether that's true or not, that Gareth Southgate's mum wrote the magic porridge pot. pot. (laughs) (laughs) We're starting that rumour. It begins here. But the story itself, the original version, I'm on the Wikipedia page now. There's no rush, you know. Let's not get into the book just yet. Let's have a little bit of background. Lay the foundations like we do. Um, And it's known in its original German version by the Brothers Grimm, it's known as Sweet Porridge, which is a great name for a group. Great name for a group, or like a a 70s rock band, like one of their biggest hits. Yeah. Pretty sure Aerosmith had a track called Sweet Porridge that was huge. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They loved, of course, they were a band that famously loved porridge. You know, there's a band actually called Porridge now, mate. There is, yeah. yeah. I saw that. It's a terrible name for a group. It's, it's not good. It's a sitcom about a prison for fuck's sake. Sweet Porridge, great name for a group. Porridge, shit name for a group. There's a group, I'm pretty sure there's a group called Twin Peaks. <laughs> you can't do that. You can't call yourself after a thing that's on the telly at the minute. They did a revival of Twin Peaks two, three years ago. You can't call your group that. They call your group Only Fools and Horses. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to have a group called Only Fools and Horses. This um Oh, there's a there's a Celebrity Bake Off. Right. Well, I, I, need, I need to get this title right before I tell you it, but there's a um there's a takeaway in uh, part of Sunderland called Farringdon, which isn't too far away from me. And uh it's called Only Foods and Sources. Oh, that's nice. And they've got it the um the shop front the uh, sign is in the same font as the Only Fills and Horses font. So they've made an effort. Yeah. Extra marks for that, I reckon. Well done, everyone I've involved. I've never been, but um, probably They deserve one. custom. Um, where are we? Yeah, Sweet Porridge. It's tale number 103 in the Grimm's Fairy Tales. Um, other tales of this type include Why the Sea is Salt... And the Water Mother. I don't know what that means. But there's an excellent illustration from Sweet Porridge from 1909 on the right-hand side of the Wikipedia page. I think you've, we looked at it yesterday together, didn't we? And it is basically the entire town is engulfed in porridge and somebody is crawling in to the mound of porridge like it's an entrance to a cave. Or maybe they're crawling out, I don't know. Maybe they're coming out arse first. Someone watches over them with a pot and a spoon. I think it might be the old lady from the story. Um, That would look really good framed, I think. Have a look at that if you're listening. Um, So the Wikipedia page, it tells us basically the story and nothing else. So I don't think we'll go any further with that. 
Um, there's no background. There's nothing. Well, they have well, sometimes on Wikipedia. They have critical response, don't they? Well, what, I, what just, the I would like just a, a, a summary of the of the book's plot. Can you um, provide that? <clears throat> you can't really because it just tells you the story. Well, it's okay. A- from from memory, just for the benefit of our listeners, this is a book about a pot of porridge, and no matter how much like porridge you serve out of it, it just keeps producing it endlessly, yeah. regardless of how many uh, what oats or in- other ingredients you put in. It just yeah. autom- it's an it's automatic porridge. Yeah, and and that sounds nice to begin with because obviously it's set in olden times where food was pretty scarce because they didn't have mm. Tesco's or Asda's or anything. So on the one hand, great, we'll never want for porridge, but careful what you wish for. It's one of those sort of stories because it's that's like that's suddenly it, the moral, isn't it? when there's careful porridge fucking for. everywhere, then your life becomes a fucking logistical nightmare. Yeah, an orgy of porridge by mm. the end. Well, let's have a look. Let's let's see. <clears throat> What's inside this Ladybird book written by Vera Southgate? Uh, Once upon a time, there was a little girl who lived with her mother, who was a widow. Oh, mm. instant widow. Content. Now I know nice. why you bought this book. Got well, any, I didn't know. You went into charity. You went, got any uh, widow fiction? <laughs> widow literature. Anything connected to widows would be fine. Well, we've got the uh, magic porridge pot. Oh, I didn't know that was widow related. Yes, the protagonist is a widow. I'll take it. It's the first page. I love it. <laughs> I love Wrap that. Wrap it up. She looks quite nice, that. Is that her on the cover? Is that the widow? Yeah, she's quite nice. Yeah, she's just quite dowdy, but when you look at her, she's got a very pretty face. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I look beyond the clothes, me. Yeah, I could take her. I could take her uptown, get her uh, kitted out. Yeah, she get you know does does one of them like glow uh, ups. She'd look take cracking. her to uh, take her to Ann Summers. You know what I mean? <laughs> Go on, yeah. it's thirty quid. Get whatever you want. Get something really pretty. Make the most of that figure of yours because it won't last forever. Trust me. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, uh, they were so poor that one day they found they had nothing left to eat. And look, the widow is explaining to the little she's girl. She's like, look. She's like, look, look at this plate. plate. Fuck all on it. Look at this plate. Yeah. Well, tell yeah. me what's on it. Nothing. Exactly. You just yeah. answered your own question. Yeah. I didn't ask a question. Re- repeat ad infinitum. That is our <laughs> plate now. Our situation is very simple. Our plates are empty. <laughs> and there is no indication that they will be filled anytime soon. So unless you want to fucking eat the plate itself, then uh, we've got a fucking situation on our hands. I suggest we both start gnawing on this table that the plate is on. Now, uh, I know what you're thinking, and you're right. Eventually, we're going to have to turn to cannibalism. And the question is, which of us is going to take the plunge first? <laughs> Who <are you> two? <laughs> I have no intention... The, the thought of eating human flesh sickens me. At the same time, I have no intention myself of being eaten. So just think on. I've made my position clear. <laughs> I am your mother. I am bigger and stronger than you. And uh, I will not hesitate to and eat you. Think about this. You have already been inside my body. So, <laughs> You've got previous. So I, so I will not be introducing anything that my body may be scared by or reject. <laughs> It will be familiar with you because you fucking lived in there. I'm we'll simply be... putting you back in from whence you came. Eating you will be the most natural thing I can think of. 
<laughs> just as natural as drinking your own piss is putting something back into your system that was there already. Yeah? Whereas you eating me, your body would immediately shut down. You would be shunned by society if you were to eat me. Yeah. It's abnormal. The worst, it's perverse. It, it, it is a very stigmatised for a child to eat its own mother in our society. Whether that's right or wrong, it's not for me to say. I'm not the arbiter of this sort of thing. But I will say it is frowned upon. In the animal kingdom, many, many mothers eat their children for <laughs> nourishment. I have let believe. <laughs> Spiders do it. <laughs> And that <laughs> all the time, spiders. I yeah, wonder so, there are any spiders because the mums are eating what, their kids like nobody's business. What indeed are we if not massive spiders? <laughs> now lie down there while I go and get the salt and pepper. <laughs> <laughs> lie down there with this apple in your mouth. Oh, I found an apple. <laughs> and there, under the table, you can see the little mouse who was on the front cover. Oh, look, what's, what's he creeping agenda? about for? Look at him creeping about all shifty. He's got a little plate as well. <laughs> yeah. He's got his own little plate. Which is all empty. right, cunts. Heard you were looking for some food. Might be able to help you. Know a bit about foraging myself. What with me being a fucking mouse. <laughs> Over the page. The little girl went off into the woods to play. She was so hungry that she began to cry. Oh, and that's you can horrible. See that she's leaning look. against the tree. Have you ever felt that hungry? She, not really. Don't think so. I have. Fortunately, I've practically cried with hunger loads of times. Have you? Yeah, but I mean, it just spoil in it because it's yeah, like just performative sort of. No, I get up. I get very hangry and I get very upset when I'm hungry. But yeah. the, I'm not in the city. These people are impoverished people from olden times. They're literally like, we can't get any food. Yeah, Whereas I'll just be like, problems, ah, hasn't he has the delivery been yet? I'm starving. <laughs> No, I, I don't want, want some fa- I, I don't want a fucking apple. I want some peanuts or some cheese on a bit of bread. I don't want those crisps. I had that flavour yesterday. No, a banana won't tide me over. <laughs> I want some of those corn cocktail sausages. I, I like ordered to... on the internet. <laughs> ah, I'm going on GoPuff. I'll get them to bring me some ice cream right now before I cry. They should do a lady book book about me getting hungry. They should. The hungry Sam, the fat cunt, and his hungry tump and his rumbling tumpkin. (laughs) (laughs) The fat cunt's rumbly tumpkin. We'll write it and we'll do it part of the live show next month. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and you can see there, there's a bird which appears to be catching a mouse. There's a bird of prey. There's all sorts going on in this woodland. There's also the, one of the most adorable bunny rabbits you'd ever see. And I've got What's to say... What's picking? A chili? A ca- no, it's a carrot, mate. So straight away, I'm like, uh, look oh, around yeah. you. I'm saying to this girl, you're sitting there crying. If you were really that hungry, I mean, I'm a vegetarian, so I wouldn't just, but she's not because they didn't have them in those days. You could yeah. kill that rabbit. Or yeah. even if you didn't want to do that, you could nick its carrot. Well, exactly. Then straight away, you're a bit less hungry. I mean, there's loads of grass everywhere. She can eat some of that. There's bound to be some mm. berries in the trees, mushrooms, that sort of thing. Oh, the, yeah, but now. that's all dangerous. Do you, mate, I listened to something on the radio recently. Mushrooms mm. is something that we should deep dive at some point because... Mushrooms? Oh, my God. You know no one knows. This is... What I'm about to tell you is true. I don't know whether you know it or not. 
But do you know that nobody knows what mushrooms actually are? Right. They are. They're not animal or vegetable or mineral. Mm. They're none of those things, right? Right. No one knows what fuck it, how to categorize them. Furthermore, no one knows where they came from, right? And Mm. the last fact I know about them is that you also get them in space, right? Fuck me. You get them in space because the astronauts have seen them. And there is, and they also have been here before most other like types of fucking plant, animal, vegetation, whatever you want to call it. They've been here forever, and so there is there is a strong body of thought that mushrooms, fungi of all types, are an alien species who came and settled here before the human beings. Seems nailed on to me. I've Mm. had an encounter with some mushrooms in my real personal life recently. What happened? I'm not going to talk about it because the reaction from strangers on the internet would oh. just be so overwhelming I can't yeah. be asked with people it. do have strong opinions on mushrooms I I'm mean I'll probably uh, get shit just for saying what I just said I'm, actually uh, you're I, wrong I, we know exactly what a mushroom is yeah yeah we're mushroom scientist fucking well subscriber. I'm basing this on an interview with someone who's written a fucking book about mushrooms who I heard on Lauren Laverne's show on Six Music about a week or so ago well there you go then and it freaked the fucking life out of me can't argue with that. Mm. Cannot argue with that. If and Lauren Laverne, sure. Well, she's no about. slouch either. She's not just going to fucking sit there and take any old shit. She's a, she yeah. knows what she's fucking talking about. Yeah, keep it to the truth. Yeah. Jalapeno. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Jalapeño. Do you know what Lauren Laverne played on her show this morning, which I thought was very ballsy, considering that she's pretty, you know, uh, establishment BBC in a way. You know, she does yeah. the one show, Design Dish. She's pretty much like at the fucking helm of the BBC. Oh, on the brink of being a national treasure, I'd say. She, she, oh, absolutely. I mean, I think she is to us already. But she, um, she played that song... So you better go now. Oh, if you're listening to yeah. this months late, if you're listening to this in the future, you should know we're recording this in the week that Liz Truss, who, if you are in the future, you've probably forgotten, was briefly prime minister, um, <laughs> is just under like the worst. I mean, almost to the extent that I, I actually do. Oh, I, I admit it. I don't. I've got no time for Tories, but I feel bad for her now because there is a massive dog pile on her, yeah. and that is going to be taking its toll right now. You know, this is 
she's had a fucking mare, she had a shocker, and but the whole everyone's like on her non-stop, yeah. and that will take its toll on her, and I feel bad for her for that reason. But I did yeah. think it was funny when I switched on the radio that Lauren Laverne was playing that song. I thought, that's a bit <laughs> cheeky. Lauren, that's a bit cheeky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Good. So, um, was there something else we were talking about before that, before we even got to the the next page of uh, the book? Mushrooms. We... Mushrooms. Mushrooms. Mushrooms, yeah. Yeah, I've no, I've got, I've got nothing to say about mushrooms. Not publicly, anyway. You have had a personal experience, yeah, off air. Yeah, I'd like to hear I've, what happened. I, I, I'm doing some research into the situation. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Not I'm, I, unsolicited. Oh, opinions I can imagine. Welcome. I can imagine what this is to do with. You and you're I mean? right. If I'm right, then you're definitely right that you would unleash hell from yeah. the listeners. Yeah. 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 That's all. We'll talk about it when we finish recording. Yeah. Uh, so the next page, an old woman came up to her. Uh-oh. Why are you crying, my child? <laughs> Is that a good voice? For a yeah, it was woman? really good. Because uh, I'm fucking starving. That's yeah, what she says. That's it. Because I'm so hungry, said the little girl. Why do you think? <laughs> Look at me. She's leaning on the tree. The old woman is wearing a, a, like a cloak and a hood. A, a terrifying is, outfit. Uh, has, is walking with a very long stick. <laughs> uh, and immediately alarm bells are going yeah. off here. Why, why are you scared, like young girl? Well, because you're a mad old woman wearing yeah. a fucking big cloak like the Grim Reaper and inexplicably carrying a giant stick. Like, yeah. don't tell me that you're not trying to intimidate people with a look like that. I've seen women like you in stories before. Doesn't yeah. end well. Always, no. when someone like Pretty you turns no up. heed to those stories you read. <laughs> oh, let me guess. You're going to do a fucking spell on me that short term is going to look great, but lot medium to long term is going to be an utter disaster for my life. Am I right? Am I close? Am I warm? Yeah, how did you know? Because that's what all fucking old crones do in these stories. We are definitely writing a story about Hungry Sam for the live show. <laughs> It is definitely happening. <laughs> Tickets still on sale. Come and see the Hungry Sam show. <laughs> so there, the old woman has a smile on her face as she hands over a porridge pot to the girl. Do you see that, Sam? Mm. Where, where she produced that from? Under her cloak, just well, walking along with in, a fucking porridge pot yeah, on her. Inside the cloak, it must be a shoplifting cloak. It yeah. must have one of them ones with deep, deep pockets in it for nicking. Uh, then you shall be hungry no more, said the old woman. She gave the little girl a small cooking pot. Look at the girl's smile on her face. Oh, that's just the fucking ticket, to be honest. So good. (laughs) Bloody hell, this is great. This is like like fucking gopoff, but in olden times. But I'm just going to stop you. You've given me a pot. There's nothing in it. What happens next? We still don't have any food. Is this supposed to be that some sort of the carrot? Is this supposed to be some sort of fucking joke? Because I can tell you, I'm not laughing. <laughs> no, it's not a joke. And there, she's explaining the situation to her, pointing her finger yeah. at the little girl who's holding the pot. Uh, oh, she has no shoes. Oh no, she's eating her shoes. Then the old woman said, "When you are hungry, just say to the pot, cook, little pot." Cook. <laughs> it will cook some very good porridge for you. <laughs> bollocks. That's what I'd say. Okay. That sounds what? like complete bollocks, mate. Is this, is this like one of them ninja air fries where you just put the stuff in and it cooks during the day? <laughs> A I slow cooker. 
Where'd you plug it in? <laughs> I had there were a fire hazard. <laughs> no, they're not. It. No, they're perfectly safe. Look, they have a kite mark. That means they've been tested to the highest standards. <laughs> Don't worry, it's fucking pet tested. <laughs> yeah, well. I heard they fucking got rid of a lot of their health and safety after Brexit. So I don't think that kite mark counts for as much as it used to. Stands for note. <laughs> uh, when you want the pot to stop cooking, went on the old woman, you must say, stop, little pun, stop. <laughs> More bollocks. <laughs> Admin. The little girl was so hungry that she wanted some porridge at once. So she said to the little pot, Cook, little pot, cook. And now we say she's sitting on a tree stump there with the pot and the rabbit is the now looking on. Looking. The rabbit's thinking, oh, aye, aye, free porridge coming here. Yeah, oh, worst case scenario, she tries to stick me in that fucking pot. I don't know whether <laughs> yeah. to stick or twist here. <laughs> but I've, I've been, I've been here, Wigan. She's been promised loads of porridge, so I think uh, she's I'll got no reason to put me in it. She might get some crumbs from her table. <laughs> and the old woman there appears to be walking off. Uh, the little cooking pot did as it was told and began to cook some porridge. The little girl could hardly wait to try some. And there she is. Just look how happy she is. Uh, she's got a spoon. I had porridge I think... this morning, actually. Did you look like that when you ate it? I didn't. No, I didn't look as pretty as her. Um, I, did, I, was, I would have looked happy. Definitely, yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, she's very... Um, satisfied with that I think um, the old woman's gone she, I don't know where the spoons come from did she give her the spoon as well I didn't say that happening have you got a spoon because if <laughs> not a spoon. it's not very well promised to be on this <laughs> porridge what am I going to fucking eat it with a stick I'm going to eat hot, hot porridge with my fingers do you want me to burn my hands or what <laughs> I have to get a fucking stick and eat it with that it'd be disgusting I'll get all bits of bark in my mouth with it <laughs> <laughs> you only get a little bit on the end each time. It's not good enough. No, 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 no. You're going to have to give oh. me a spoon. Magic one up or something. Oh, here's a fucking spoon. Good, thanks. Now, fuck off. <laughs> uh, the little girl could hardly wait to try some. When the porridge was cooked, the little girl said, Stop, little pot, stop. The porridge tasted very good, and the little girl ate every little bit of it. Mm. So there we are. That's the uh, the hunger situation dealt with. Um, so far, so good. Page. I'd say so far, so good. So far, so good. We're on a page eighteen already. How many pages has this got? Fifty. Yeah, it's gonna be at least another episode. Uh, the little girl ran home with the cooking pot to her mother, and told her what the old woman had said. Uh, now our worries are over, said her mother happily. The little pot will keep us well fed. She's easily pleased. She's a little bit susceptible, I think. This seems too good to be true. This yeah. has got chimes of, of Brexit. They're halfway. They're me. halfway through the story. There's no way it's going to carry on this good. We're waiting uh, for something shit to happen. There you go. She's bringing the pot into the door to the house. It feels a bit like Brexit to me, this yeah. allegory Very for Brexit. Dirty. Everything will be wonderful now. Mm. Here's your little pot that will keep on giving porridge forever and ever. You don't need to deal with anyone else, any other third parties, mm. or other neighbourly nations. You have the pot. All your needs will be fed by the pot. Uh, oh, look how happy they are, Sam, as they look at the pot. Porridge time! Look at that! Their little faces. Everything's and great. And the pot, when it's, <clears throat> when it's operational, 
It's got like a halo glow over the top of it. Yeah. Can you see that? Wonderful. When it's when it's producing porridge, it produces it through this halo, I guess. That's yeah. how it works. Yeah. Halo technology. Yeah. Once you see the halo um, emerge, it means the pot that's the signal that the porridge is warm and ready. Yeah. And look who's there in the corner. Fucking mousey. Anything for me? Mouse there. No, mousey. I got my little plate here. I only need a little dollop. Just a little bit. <laughs> no, fuck off. No, because if we give it to you, you'll keep coming back. Then you'll tell your mates about it and we'll have a fucking infestation. <laughs> Whenever they were hungry, they said to the cooking pot, Cook, little pot, cook! The porridge was always very good and they always enjoyed it. Is this all they're having? Porridge? You'd get sick of it pretty quickly, wouldn't you? I'd but be sick of it you know, like the Tories portions. are always on about. Um, people say there's a cost of living crisis, but it's just a matter of. Yeah. Uh, you know that, like um, that uh, Jack Munro. She's on Twitter, and she she's absolutely yeah. sensational. She, you know, done so much great campaigning and helpful content. And whenever she just tries to be helpful to people who are skint and are trying to, like, you know, make their food budget stretch a bit, yeah. <laughs> just like. What can only be described, Andy, as a legion of really horrible people, <laughs> right? <laughs> Just horrible people. Go, yeah, shut up. Yeah. Uh, if, you, if, you, if you say you're skint, but why don't you just stop buying fags and bingo and eat porridge every day? Why have you got shoes on? They always quote that. They always go, look at porridge. I've just looked it up online and porridge only costs 20p, right? And that is what they, they would... They, and they've all fucking read this book. And that's what gives them oh, their whole political outlook yeah. is the magic. The they go, side of it. just get, just eat porridge every day. Yeah. Fuck that. That's, that's not what we're here for, to eat porridge morning, noon and night. Yeah. Yeah, you'll get some, some Tory fucking councillor or something. Yeah. He'll tweet a thing. He'll tweet a picture of himself holding a sack of oughts. Yeah. he say, I got this for 79 pence and it will feed a family of five for a month. Yeah. Why can't you all do this? Because we don't want to eat fucking oats for, for a month, you cunt. We don't get fucking scurvy. Why should That's we? Why? What are you, are you eating, bucket? No, I don't. I, I don't eat, know. I eat plenty of lamb chops. This isn't about me. This is about me trying to help the poor. Oh, fuck off. Um, <laughs> Jack Munro, I've looked at her feed before and it's just like, I almost had to unfollow her, not out of any disrespect to her, but because it was so saddening because like you just see someone trying to be helpful and kind and people's only response, as, particularly if you're a woman, if you're, if you're trying to be helpful and kind, people hate you on Twitter. Mm. Not in real life. That's just Twitter life, isn't it? Twitter's not real life. Mm. Yeah. I think, we, you know, we need to stop normalising social media as a thing that's acceptable. We need to start... Mm. Re- we need to start pivoting and regarding it as something that's a, a toxic, poisonous sewer mm. full of hate and vitriol because yeah. that's mostly what it is. I don't the, think the, we... But every day I see the, the two things that I would say to counter that. One is, is that I've often thought, oh, you know, even my kids say, like, you look at your phone too much. And I, and I do, actually. I do. And very often I'm looking at Twitter. And I, uh, in all honesty, it really actually gets me down a bit because I think, why? Do you know what I mean? It's just wasted time. Yeah. On the other hand, every day I would say at least once I laugh at something really funny yeah and i suppose you could you can argue as well there's connections i don't think i've really made any but 
Do you know what I mean? Like like-minded people that you see on there and make you laugh with strange things yeah. that you, you never. So you do there get that, that. You do get that out of it. But I think that you know, obviously, you were very much a pioneer on Twitter, and and you always yeah, say that. I suppose yes. On yes old, I would you say always that, say yes. old Twitter because that was fun, wasn't it? Yeah. And you did sort yeah. of meet people and make friendships. But I don't suppose that happens much anymore. Not really. It was before the general public got involved. Yeah, then, wasn't it? Really never Twelve years ago. Anyway. Um, there was something else I was going to say about social media. Uh, I can't remember what it was now. But, um, yeah, it's only going one way. And the thing is, there's people there who, yes, there are people who do make you laugh, but those people also tweet stuff about how terrible everything is. I'm talking about myself here. I'm oh, talking yeah, about yeah. I will make you laugh with one with one tweet. And then you make me cry. I'll, 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 I'll say something about the Tories. Yeah, another. yeah, and then we all feel sad. And actually, sometimes it's good to just step away from all of this shit and just not think about it. Yeah. <clears throat> and sometimes, to be honest with you, right, I just leave my phone behind. If I'm with my family and we're out somewhere, I just totally mm. leave my phone behind because I know that I will be compelled to look at my phone if I have it with me. But if yeah. I'm with, like, my wife and both my kids, then I know that I don't need to, you know, there's no one who, who, I, who might need to contact me urgently because I'm with the people. Yeah. And yeah. then I, I leave it, but I'm embarrassed by that. It's like... That I'm not grown up enough to have it on me, but not look at it. So I have to leave it in a different location. Do you know what I mean? Can, can, I, can I give you a little tip that I do? Mm. This, is, this is what I do to try and wean myself off looking at Twitter when I've got a few spare minutes. Mm. I've put the Kindle app right next to my Twitter app. So if I'm ever tempted to look at Twitter, I look at Kindle instead I and I read book. a book. Yeah. I read a book because books are good. And Twitter is bad. But the, is bad. The, other thing about, the, the other thing about Twitter, Randy, is that like to promote things like this, which is what we do for a living, yeah. and uh, you know whatever other sort of uh, you know projects that I'm working on or whatever, is it's the way in which I you know it's really hard to not use it as a promotional tool. If you're not on there, then it's really hard to get traction or whatever for what you do. Yeah, do you know what I mean? That's that's true. Again, yeah, it's complicated. It's not as simple as what I said. Mm. I just think it, we need to stop kind of looking at it as a source of news or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, which yeah. Which people do, you know, yeah. such and such tweeted today, such oh, and such yeah. flounced off Twitter because reaction yeah, to... Yeah, that in itself blah, blah, blah. shouldn't be a story, yeah. Um, because well, there's too much news anyway. That just feeds there into is. itself. There's, there's far too much fucking news. Uh, but anyway, tickets are available via our Twitter account. You can tweet, see the tweets. It's our pinned tweet. You can link to all the shows that we're doing in November, come along and you will see us reading out the tale of Hungry Sam or Hangry Sam. We haven't decided yet. <laughs> Hungry, Hungry Sam. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, we'll come back to the Magic Porridge Pot next week. Thank you very much and goodbye. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.